Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of The Single Chronicles. Do you know someone who's a drama queen? I mean, they're toxic, of course, but on top of that, they have this need for constant attention, constantly starting things and just just they have to disturb the peace. Whenever things are going well, they just have to start something. Well, I wanted to talk about that because last week there was an incident where I lived and while I can't give out the details, just know it's the reason why the original topic for today was canceled and evolved this person who unfortunately suffers from mental illness. But that's not where I really want to dig in too much, but I am going to talk about it. So sit back and relax and welcome to the Single Chronicles. so drama queens we all know them um the word drama queen or the term drama queen is described as the person who's habitually who habitually responds to situations in a melodramatic way. That means that where a normal person will respond to something with a calculated response, <laughs> lack of a better word, like they might say or do something after thinking about it, or depending on their know-how, expertise in life, or whatever the situation may call for, they react and do what needs to be do, done or say what needs to be said. Not a drama queen, not a narcissist. The, it's their opportunity to take the mic and just run with it and just be stupid. So I learned a long time ago that I'm an empathic person. Don't want to be an empath. I make friends very easily. Um, people tend to be drawn near me. Uh, I've been told I have a healing nature, I have a kind nature, and I, you know, I pretty much give everyone the benefit of the doubt. I also have this need to over-explain things and, you know, not latch on to people, but I have a lot of trauma responses in addition to being an empath that cause narcissists to draw near me because... I've always been exposed to them. And I found out that it triggered something that's near like a borderline personality disorder where, you know, I too, I don't overreact on situations. I'm kind of like, yeah, whatever, like this is stupid. But a lot of times internally, these things will bother me more than they need to. And I overprocess them. So I process them. So now I'm not like that anymore. I'm trying to, I've been working on that because I've been working on me. But when you're surrounded by toxicity, and I grew up in a toxic environment, like in my neighborhood was toxic, you know, relatives were toxic, uh, friends and relationships. And I didn't know that I chose friends and relationships as a result of the shit that I had been exposed to. So, you know, it, it it was one of those things where now um, it, things are starting to make a lot of sense. My personality is just the way it is. But it's making me more withdrawn because it's like, it's really draining. 
to have someone constantly to have people constantly around you to just like want or need something or they're just they come to you so when you know things are down they expect you to be there for them and there's nothing wrong with it like I had a blow up with someone last year during the pandemic heat of it and I didn't know I was coping but I was trying to find things to get through this this whole transition um trying to maintain my personal fitness my fitness career my job my personal life all those things were just like everyone else's it was just upheaved and you know we didn't know what to do it was like well damn one minute I'm doing this I had a routine I had a schedule and then I got suddenly uprooted and that was what happened to everyone everyone found ways to cope and deal or struggle to and I was no different but of that group of people of all the people that decided to cope and deal whether it was negatively or positively there was still a group of people that just chose not to, to make it someone else's problem. Drama queens. So before I get too far off on a tangent, I'm going to stay on topic. Drama queens. So in my intro, I mentioned that there was an incident, and I can't really talk about it because, unfortunately, this incident got out of control and the police were called. And it involved a person who just constantly, consistently is always in a flux. And he's a source of turmoil. This person is a source of turmoil for a lot of people. Constantly arguing with people, constantly causing trouble, constantly in fights. Just drama. A person that suffers from mental illness, a person that has substance abuse issues, got into another altercation with another drama queen. And it was like a, an on-standing war for like three years. And it was like, wow, who is going to step away and stop the madness? And then it constantly became a, a toxic environment for everyone because you were forced to either be friends with one or the other. And it was just like, wow. So I've known other people. And I'm not going to talk about those, but this this particular this particular person inspired this episode today. Sorry if I'm stuttering. I'm tired. But um, this particular situation inspired today's topic because looking back, I know a lot of people that are drama queens like that. They just constantly have to have something brewing. And it is the result of unease and unhappiness in their life. You know, I'm not happy with me. So instead of dealing with my turmoil, instead of dealing with my toxicity, instead of facing what the problem really is, I turn around and go and create turmoil for other people. I project my bullshit onto them. And that's what stemmed the incident last week. There was a there was a problem with that person. And because they didn't have the normal capacity to deal with their inner turmoil, fix their problems and just uh, make a better life for themselves. They have to make chaos. That's what drama queens do. That's what narcissists do. Narcissists tend to make a chaotic environment for everyone they're around. In particular, like, it doesn't matter if that other the other people are loved ones, relatives, romantic partners, or spouses. It doesn't matter what they are. They just have to have a constant flux of chaos going on that's surrounding them. And it doesn't matter if they use it to just get attention or or just to get a pity party or to be the victim or the hero, whatever the case may be, they constantly need this. 
why that's what I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about the specific person. I want to talk about the why. And the reason why is because on the Single Chronicles, we talk about, well, I talk about the shit that, you know, single people do that prevent them from having healthy relationships. That is the the bottom line behind the Single Chronicles. You know, yes, the YouTube videos, which I'm so sorry. I promise you guys a YouTube video, but the things have just been so hectic. Sidebar, I live in a noisy-ass neighborhood in North Philly. And every day I want to record a video. And I am I got my hair done. Um, I don't have nothing else to do. It's noisy outside. Like, they're blasting music literally every day of the week. So it's either do a video late at night and I'm tired or do it early in the morning and I'm tired around my work schedule. So right now I'm going to try to cap off season three. It will be the shorter season because... It's just not that I'm not able to get it done. Or um, I may have to find a new place to record as far as the videos are concerned. I may just do them at work. But needless to say, I'm going to be wrapping up season three prematurely. And I'm so sorry for that. But just so much is going on. And it's not my personal schedule. It's just where I live, I can't get that quiet. So I may just do them here where I work at or do them somewhere else. So anyway, that's that. I don't want to talk about that. So um, the single chronicles, it dwells on the things I dealt with being single and the things I continue to deal with that will prepare me for either a, a relationship with someone else or a relationship with myself, learning to love myself. But in order to learn to love myself and in order to become a better person, I have to point out the toxic traits that I have, that others have, that we all have, and, and and the things that lead us back to these shitty relationships. So this is one of them. Narcissism, toxicity. Um, these things stem from a place. 90% of them are childhood traumatic experiences that we learn. Like my coping mechanism, my trauma responses aren't as negative as other people's. Others, they become addicted to substances, illegal or otherwise, or... They become problematic people. I chose not to be a problematic person. I chose to just kind of like be a private kind of person. Not really private, but just be in a situation where, you know, I'm constantly keeping myself busy. Hyper-independence, you know, that's one of my coping mechanisms. Constantly keeping my, myself swamped and busy with stuff. Um, but not the drama queen. The drama queen projects. <sighs> I know so many examples of drama queens. It's sickening. It's sad. And I feel like I really truthfully, I'll be feeling bad <laughs> for these types of people. I'll be just like sitting there thinking, I wish I could help you. Like, I wish I could help you go back to the moment in your life where shit got so fucked up that it made you this type of person, you know, this like entitled person. You know, there are different types of drama queens. Now, the entitled person, since I brought that up, that is the worst kind of drama queen um, to me because they feel that things should just go their way just because. Oh, I deserve this because I'm black. I'm white. I'm old. I'm a kid. I'm this. I'm rich. Entitlement is probably so fucking toxic because you think that you deserve something. Or you're better than another person because of X, Y, and Z. Money doesn't make you better. At the end of the day, we all got the same red blood. 
we say we 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 go back to dust and dirt, six feet under, you know, and no one is more better than the other person. Uh, last week when I was talking about overweight people and the body shaming and all that other stuff, which was supposed to be this a part two from this week, um, I noticed a lot of fit people body shaming plus size people, but I also noticed a lot of plus size people, body shaming skinny people. So that's what I wanted to talk about this week. And we get this thing like we feel entitled to special preferential treatment because of a situation that we're in. No. Handicap, age, race, gender, social status, monetary status. These things don't guarantee you shit. I'm sorry, I hate to tell you. Yeah, I mean, things have to be ADA compliant if you are handicapped. But at the end of the day, you don't get any special treatment. You can get accommodations or you can accommodate and and make, you know, some type of compromise to get around to doing things. But you're not guaranteed even that. So when you have a sense of entitlement, you just be like, no, you owe me this. No, I don't have to work for it. No, I shouldn't have to pay extra for it. It's me. I deserve it. And there's a difference between being entitled and actually earning and deserving something. And people that are entitled feel that just because they're there, they don't they they don't need to work for something. They don't need to pay for something. They just should get it. And that is a drama queen because a lot of times they will start a fit. Like you remember um what was that movie? White Chicks with the with the Wayans brothers and Sean and Marlon dressed up in drag to play the two white chicks. But that is a prime example. The way those girls were and, uh, and you know, when they were supposed to get picked up and, and the, the hotel scene where Marlon was like, no, Sean was like, I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> like... The girls were originally tripping because they had, like, the scratches on their face, like, that weren't that deep. And then the other thing with the hotel. Like, it was just like, wow. You look at the entitlement that people think they should have because they're rich or they're white or they're female. No. You don't. And I'm sure I sound like a broken record because I've talked about this before. Um, I think I talked about it on my YouTube channel. But anyway... That's neither here nor there. Drama queens. What's another type of drama queen? Um, we got the entitled person. And we got the narcissist. Uh, that the, the projector. The, the, the person that is dealing with some serious shit. So they project it onto others. This is kind of sad. Um, this one is probably the most violent because it results in arguing and physical confrontation because they're blocking well I think all of them can resort to that but this one is one of those situations where a person really can not see their wrongdoing it's a one-sided I'm a victim they victimize themselves and they project you know it might be abuse from parents it might be addiction, anything, whatever it might be, it's something that causes people to be just 
<laughs> toxic. I'm sorry. I just had to really. Th- I'm at a loss for words because I feel like a broken record. You know, when you start realizing stuff, and I think this was a realization I came to in therapy, and I realized the type of people that I had been around for a long time. And when I did, I started just kind of being on the outside looking in. And you know how you notice something? Like when. I stopped eating meat and I started to realize like I like Chick-fil-A. I love Chick-fil-A. I even had Chick-fil-A like a month ago. I, I regretted it even though I've decided to go vegetarian a couple like damn near I think in November I decided to go vegetarian like after Thanksgiving. I was like all right I'm going vegetarian. <sighs> well I decided to have Chick-fil-A a couple weeks ago about a month almost a month now probably like three weeks ago. And I regretted it because <laughs> I was, oh, my God, I felt like I had IBS after that. So I decided never to hell again. But now thinking about it, when I look at, like, people eating Chick-fil-A and then I look at the, sh- the ingredients and I'm like, ew. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Chick-fil-A food don't taste nasty. Um, their customer service is probably the best, hands down, of any restaurant. Even some five-star, four-star restaurants, whatever you want to call it, restaurants don't have good customer service like Chick-fil-A. Um, places where you go and spend $50 to $100 for an entree, their wait staff probably doesn't have as good customer service as Chick-fil-A. And I probably could bet money on that, hands down. And you, a lot of you, if you've ever been to a Chick-fil-A, you probably would agree. Um, that being said, I was looking at the chicken ingredients, the chicken sandwich. I was like, yo, it's a lot. For this to be chicken, flour, seasonings, and that's it. What the hell is all this other stuff? I was like, do I want this? This stuff I can't even pronounce. And I know sometimes they got to put the ingredients in the ingredients. Like if you get enriched flour, then it has it breaking down, break, they break it down. But I was like, yo, this is too much for some damn piece of chicken. Like even when you just look at the chicken nuggets, they don't have no bread, no nothing. I'm like, oh. So when I started eating healthier things or trying to eat healthier, I started noticing that the things that I used to eat, like McDonald's, I was like, oh, like the shit didn't even taste right no more. It just tasted nasty to me. So that's the same thing with everything else. When you stop doing toxic shit, you start realizing just how much it you can turn your nose up at it because you're like, yo, this shit really is disgusting. So when I started going to therapy and when I started getting deeper in my studies, um, the psychological studies that I've been doing for the Single Chronicles, I started noticing a lot of stuff. I was like, yo, I started noticing the things that I was learning about. I noticed the people around me doing them. And I was like, oh, my God. Yo, this is crazy. It was like discovering a new superpower. And I was just like kind of blown away about it. So now when I look at people who project their stuff, I'm able to catch it 90, well, 75% of the time I am. But I catch the bullshit. So when somebody tries to project project the insecurities or their their fears or, or, or whatever it is they got going on to me, I know how to flip it back. Well, I'm learning to. Sometimes I'll get emotional, but for the most part, I know how to flip it back. And I'll be like, oh, poop, poop, to pow, pow, pow. I turn into Bruce Lee with him, blocking it. So, or Jackie Chan, better yet, because he be blocking some booze. But, yeah. 
that's that's how I be I've become looking at the drama queens and and you got so many kind of types of narcissistic drama queens out there but those are the ones that I wanted to talk about the ones that have underlying issues so what do we do about these types of people a lot of times these are people we care about these are people we love we don't want to just like throw them to the streets and some of them you have to do that blood relation or not sometimes you got to cut people the fuck off I'm to the point I'm about to cut off all drama queens, friends, family, loved ones or not, because when you don't, you find yourself stressed the fuck out and in the midst of their stuff. And before you know it, you're caught up in some shit you ain't had nothing to do with. That's what a drama queen will do for you. That's Mm -hmm. why I just said, I'm going to just cut them off. Now I want to talk more about these drama queens, but let me take a quick water break. Now, before we go any further, last week, I didn't even mention it, but last week was our 40th podcast episode. 40th. I'm so hyped. Um, I'm really happy about that. Anyway, um, another thing I wanted to add uh, was it's Memorial Day weekend. So I want to just take a moment to salute And honor those that have served in any branch of the armed services. Those that have laid their lives on the line. And allowed us to have the freedoms, you know, to talk shit is one of them. You know, I want to, America, say what you will about this country. It has its issues. But I like living here. Um... I don't know how it is to live anywhere else. I have never lived in any other country but the U.S., but I'm thankful for the freedoms that I have. Being able to get up here and say what the hell I want to say with with very little repercussions and being able to talk shit, being able to go out and just walk freely. And... uh, those are freedoms that were fought for that we take for granted. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, we have a long way to go. We're still a relatively new country compared to other countries. But I'm thankful for the freedoms that we have that in so many other places we don't. I am happy for the um, opportunities to go out there and get out, get, get it, as they say. So without those people, men and women in the armed services, I want to say, um, you know, without them, we wouldn't have that. So thank you. And to those that are still alive, I know it's not Veterans Day, but thank you as well. So, again, I just wanted to put that out there. Okay, back to these drama queens. Oh, drop my pen. They exist, y'all. Be careful. Because these people will cause not only discourse, but they will make shit unbearable. Like, they'll call you on... You ever have that friend where they you see their phone number pop up and you're like, I don't even want to answer this shit. You only know why they're calling, but you have a sense that it's about some bullshit. It's about some shit that they're in. Like, that's the type of stuff. Like, I just get tired of these types of people. And I just be like, you know what? I don't want to talk to this person. Yo, I'll be ignoring the hell. I'll be letting that phone ring. I'll be dancing to my ringtone, like, all the time. I'm going to start getting some, like putting songs back as ringtones again because i don't be answering no offense to anybody that be calling be like why should you pick up 
a lot of times I do be busy, but there are times when I ain't busy. I can pick up. I can listen on my earpiece or talk low. And I just be like, hell no, I don't want to talk. Because there's always some shit. Like, nobody wants to talk to nobody. Sorry for the double negatives. But nobody wants to talk to someone that's just constantly has negative shit. That, at least not me. Both all those. I mean, I'm sorry. I just, I just be like, yo, can you call with good news? And now I'm starting to turn into this person because of other people that I'm choosing to try and to not be around. But for some dumbass reason, I keep getting sucked into their shit. I stay in the house. I try not to be home. I go to work. I'm in my place of work right now. Off the clock doing this podcast. Why? Because I'd rather do this and other things. I'll usually go upstairs to the gym, work out. I've never seen someone be at my at their job probably like me. I'm always here and I'm always working on something. But even if I wasn't, I probably still would be like, I don't even feel like having my phone on. Like airplane mode is my best friend. It really is. My shit on airplane right now. Um, I had to forgot the when I saw the message come up, the notification, I was like, oh, put my phone on airplane. Um that being said, yeah. I I'm over it with people. <laughs> so but you got to do more than just ignore these people. Sometimes the best thing that you can do is really cut them off. And don't ignore them in the cut, cutting off sense. But let them know, look, I don't want, ha- want to have anything to do with you. I want you out of my life. But you got to set that boundary because don't let them fall. Like, this is what happened to me on several occasions. I cut somebody off and then out the woodworks they come with this apology or whatever the case might be. And I'm like, oh, you know what? You're right. I was just being too hard on you. That's not what friends do. You know, play on my pity. And then I let the person in and then they do the stupid shit. That's the same thing with a with a relationship. Don't do that. You know someone is a drama queen. You know someone always got some shit with them. You don't have to be exposed to that. That doesn't make you a bad friend. That makes you somebody that's setting a boundary. Like, look, you can call me. We can talk about other stuff. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to be in that situation. I don't care if you constantly go back to this person that is cheating on you. Because I told you, leave them alone. Everyone else is telling you, leave them alone. That's one example. Another example is just saying, you know, just saying no without over explanation. No. Girl, I got to go to such and such because we got in a fight. We got to go. No. I got to do, 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 do with my ex or my boyfriend. Guess what? He did this. Do, do, do. No. Everything's no. Like, you got to really be firm with these types of people, especially if you want to continue your relationship with them. So cut them off. Don't. Don't give them time and energy. Yeah, you can, like, still be cool with them. But at the end of the day, you have to separate yourselves from them. Because if not, you're going to go batshit crazy. You're going to lose your damn mind. And you're going to be sitting there wondering why. And they're going to go on and target the next person. Because they're drama queen and they're narcissists and they're toxic. They need the fucking attention and they need, uh, it, like, fuels them. It's like a mosquito. A mosquito doesn't mean to spread disease. It's just in its nature. You know, they go, they bite people and animals because they need blood to survive, and they pass disease in the process. Again, you know, it's not what, it's not, you know, intentional. That's just how they were designed, and that's how drama queens are designed, and that's when you just... You know, you just got to let it go. Sometimes it can stem from some shit from that when they, you know, that they've repressed and they grew up with. And 
another toxic person made them toxic. But unless you're a paid psychologist, it's not your job to dissect and diffuse every situation that involves them. Sometimes you just gotta say, fuck it, cut your losses and just be like, you know what? I don't need this person as a friend in my life. I can just, I, I, you look, you can do bad on your own. You don't need company. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I know this was pretty much a rant. Like it was a lot going on last week. And again, I can't really divulge the details of it, but I can talk about the types of people that are involved with it. And if you are a listener to this podcast, you hear anything in relation to if you know the situation I am referring to. And at some point I will divulge information and details about that. All I'm going to tell you is believe 50% of what you see and zero of what you hear. The truth will be divulged. It will be revealed. And that's all I'm going to say. Um, I know things are going to fare in my favor. I really do. Because I know, it's not one of those, oh, I know the truth, my word against someone else's. Because there is nothing but a, there's no shadow of a doubt evidence. So, I'm going to just leave it at that. Uh, a few things before I let y'all go. I wanted to let y'all know that my merch store is open. Uh, that's my Teespring uh, store, Insomniac Writer Merch. Uh, free shipping. I haven't been promoting that stuff as much because I've been so focused on my Love Yourself Wellness Shop, which is also open. You guys need to check that out. Get you some green juice shots. These things will help you. They help, you know, detox you on a daily basis. So basically, where detoxes flush everything that's been built up in your system, these prevent that buildup or at least help prevent it, depending on what you're eating. It supplements your natural digestive system, detoxes your blood and organs, um, has fiber, has ashwagandha for stress, something that we all need a little bit of because that, you know, causes weight gain. So it helps you in so many ways. I also have CMOS. And coming up in the new months, I'm, I'm, I have my little flu shot formula that I usually give people, but I don't, <laughs> sorry, I don't actually like give it. I just tell them what to get and I never really share it. So coming soon, uh, my special formula of the flu shot will be coming and I'm going to be offering that in two ounce shots as well. So stay tuned for that and... Yeah, that's pretty much it. So, again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you so much to my patrons and those that check out this channel, this podcast every week. I appreciate you guys. You are the truth, the bomb.com, and all that other good stuff. Um, if you're not following my fitness page on Instagram at Zumba Twerk Out, that's pretty much where I've been hiding uh, for those of you that follow me on social media and have been asked, why haven't I been posting? It's because I've been trying to promote classes, the wellness shop, and things of that nature. But don't worry, this page is not defunct. It will keep going. It will keep, I will keep content coming. And if you are not familiar with my website, drunkeninsomniacwriter.com, um, I'm still working on the design of that site, redesigning it, restructuring and renovating it. So um, stay tuned for that new look. Uh, I didn't really like the last design that came out, so uh, I went back to the one before that. 
But anyway, that's that. So anyway, that's all I wanted to talk to you guys about today. Uh, stay tuned. I'm going to probably post some stuff on my blog tonight because it's I'm recording now. It's a Sunday, but I wanted to go get away, get a movie or something. So if you're listening to this, I went to the movies yesterday, or at least I hope I will. <laughs> I needed to get out. Um, and that's really about it. I'm ranting now, so I'm going to shut up. I'm going to get off of this. Enjoy your Memorial Day. If you're cooking out, I know the weather's been kind of weird and meh and crappy. But if you're cooking out, enjoy the time with your loved ones. If you are not cooking okay. out and you're, you have to work, you know, sorry, sucks for you, I understand. And if you're like me and you're just chilling about, hanging about, or working on some other stuff, good for you. So I'm going to see you guys next week. And again, I am going to come back on YouTube. I wanted to do a YouTube video, but I had a, um, a death in the family last week. So last week, the YouTube video I was supposed to do outside had to get canceled. So, you know, it happens. It is what it is. Anyway, guys, thank you again for tuning in. Like I said before, um, I want to thank you for your patronage. I want to thank you for your support. I want to thank you for sticking around for this podcast every week, despite my lack of promoting it as heavy as I promote the other things. So for those of you guys that are tuned in to get those notifications and come in and check this out, yo, you are the shit, and I love you. And that's all I got to say for that. So, like I always say, be awesome, be you. But above all else, love yourself. <sighs> I'm out of here. Take care, guys. Peace.